Welcome, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about the mental health medications for schizophrenia. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. This podcast does not provide information about diagnosing mental disorders, choosing the right medication, medication dose, and treatment plan should be based on a person's individual needs and medical situation and under a doctor's care. Information about medications is frequently updated, so you should check the FDA website, which is www.fda.gov for the latest information on warnings, uh, patient medication guides, or newly approved medications. Throughout this podcast, uh, you'll hear two names, sometimes for medications, the generic name, and in parentheses, uh, verbal parentheses, the trade name. An example is fluoxetine, and that is Prozac. Okay, so with that all aside, we are going to talk about what medications are used to treat schizophrenia. Antipsychotic medications are used to treat schizophrenia and schizophrenia-related disorders. Some of these medications have been available since the mid-1950s. They are also called conventional or typical antipsychotics. Some of the more commonly used medications include Thorazine, Haldol, perfenazine, and flufenazine. In the 1990s, new anti-psychotic medications were developed. These new medications are called second-generation or atypical antipsychotics. One of these medications was clozapine or clozaril. It's a very effective medication that treats psychotic symptoms, hallucinations, and breaks with reality, such as when a person believes he or she is the president. But clozapine can sometimes cause a serious problem called a granulocytosis, which is a loss of the white blood cells that help a person fight infection. So people who take Clozaril or clozapine must get their white blood cell counts checked every week or two. This problem and the cost of blood tests make treatment with clozapine difficult for many people. Still, clozapine is potentially helpful for people who do not respond to other antipsychotic medications. Other atypical antipsychotics were developed, and all of them are effective and none cause a granulocytosis like clozapine does. That's a big thumbs up. So 
These medications include Risperdal, Zyprexa, Seroquel, Geodon, Abilify, and Invega. So the antipsychotics that are in this podcast are some of the medication used to treat symptoms of schizophrenia. Additional antipsychotics and other medication used for schizophrenia are also listed on that FDA site. So this is an important thing as it relates to antipsychotics and the elderly. The FDA issued a public health advisory for atypical antipsychotic medications, and that is the Invega, the Abilify, the, the Geodon, the Seroquel, the Zyprexa, and Risperdal. Okay? And the FDA determined that death rates are higher for elderly people with dementia when taking these medications. A review of data has found a risk with conventional antipsychotics as well. Antipsychotic medications are not FDA approved for the treatment of behavioral disorders in patients with dementia. With that being said, let's get back to uh, the basic information on antipsychotics. First of all, what are their side effects? Well, some people have side effects when they start taking these medications. Most side effects go away after a few days and often can be managed successfully. People who are taking antipsychotics should not drive until they adjust to their new medication. Side effects of many antipsychotics include drowsiness, dizziness when changing positions, blurred vision, rapid heartbeat, sensitivity to the sun, skin rashes, and menstrual problems for women. Does not mean you will have any or all of these, but these are some of the common side effects of many of the antipsychotics. Atypical antipsychotic medications can cause major weight gain and changes in a person's metabolism. This may increase a person's risk of getting diabetes and high cholesterol. A person's weight, glucose levels, and lipid levels should be monitored regularly by a doctor while taking an atypical antipsychotic medication which are, again, Risperdal, Zyprexa, Seroquel, Geodon, Abilify, and Invega, or any others that the psychiatrist finds uh, necessary. Okay, so typical, not the atypical, the typical antipsychotic Medications can cause side effects related to physical movements, such as rigidity, persistent muscle spasms, tremors, restlessness, 
and long-term use of typical antipsychotic medications may lead to a condition called tardive dyskinesia, uh, or TD. TD causes muscle movements a person can't control. The movements commonly happen around the mouth, and TD can range from mild to severe, and in some people, the problem can't be cured. Sometimes people with TD recover partially or fully after they stop taking the medication. Every year, an estimated just 5% of people taking typical antipsychotics get TD, and the condition happens to fewer people who take the new atypical antipsychotics, uh, but some people may still get TD. People who think that they might have TD should check with their doctor before stopping their medication. In fact, you should always check with your doctor before stopping any medication. So how are antipsychotics taken and how do people respond to them? Antipsychotics are usually pills that people swallow or liquid they can drink. Some antipsychotics are shots that are given once or twice a month. Symptoms of schizophrenia, such as feeling agitated and having hallucinations, usually go away within days. Symptoms like delusions usually go away within a few weeks. After about six weeks, many people will see a lot of improvement. That is why you shouldn't just give up on the antipsychotic. As I said, after about six weeks, many people will see a lot of improvement. However, people respond in different ways to antipsychotic medications, and no one can tell beforehand how a person will respond. In fact, um, sometimes a person needs to try several medications before finding the right one. Doctors and patients can work together to find the best medication or medication combination and dose. Some people may have a relapse. Their symptoms come back or get worse. Usually relapses happen when people stop taking their medication or when they only take it sometimes. Some people stop taking the medication because they feel better or they may feel they don't need it anymore. But no one should stop taking an antipsychotic medication without talking to his or her psychiatrist. When a doctor says it is okay to stop taking a medication, it should be gradually tapered off. Never, ever stop suddenly. So, how do antipsychotics interact with other medications? A lot of people want to know that. Antipsychotics can produce unpleasant or dangerous side effects when taken with certain medications. For this reason, all doctors treating a patient need to be aware of all the medications that person is taking. Communicate with your doctor what you're taking even herbal medications. So, when I am talking about prescription medications, I am talking also over-the-counter medicine, vitamins, minerals, and like I said, herbal supplements. 
people also need to discuss any alcohol or other drug use with their doctor. The doctors will not be judging you. They need to know this information because you can have unpleasant or dangerous side effects. So that is very, very important. And to find out more about how antipsychotics work, the National Institute of Mental Health funded a study called Clinical Antipsychotic Trials of Intervention Effectiveness. And this study compared the effectiveness and side effects of five antipsychotics used to treat people with schizophrenia. In general, the study found that the older medication perfenazine worked as well as the newer atypical medications, but because people respond differently to different medications, it is important that treatments be designed carefully for each person. Never research medications and expect that you will or will not encounter side effects. It's very important to work with your medical doctor, especially if you have schizophrenia, a psychiatrist is the specialist. I hope this brief information on medications that treat schizophrenia help you. I will also be doing mini podcasts that will address other types of mental health issues and what medications are used to treat those issues. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.